0: Welcome to another episode of podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Let's hope that it's not a repeat of week six. Grossy. And listen, folks, I had a great time with them in week six. And so when it was the Buccaneers and Packers in the NFC Championship game, there was no question on who we were going to be bringing back. Because the menage a trois that we experienced together all those weeks ago, it was just so breathtaking. And so, it is my honor once again to bring in the hosts of the cast. Brent and Ren, welcome back to PACcast.
1: What's up, Pewter Nation, and everybody else out here watching the green and gold stuff out there. Glad to be back, man. Glad to be back.
0: Look at the energy. So it's just—it's so real. It's so real, and and I'm I'm so about it.
1: Thrilled. Well, I I don't know how I could possibly match his energy. And
0: I honestly like if you actually could lower the gain on your mic a little bit. It, it was a little. It was a little too loud. Like it was it was really really <laughs> up there. So I think you might have. I'm sorry, headphone users. I'll I'll put a, a you know timestamp in the chat. You could just skip that. Yeah. So.
1: You know the, the funny thing about that is is I actually often will yell at Ren about the gain on his microphone in real life. <laughs> this is true. Very very true. That's
0: <laughs> I think we had this. Ex- I'm pretty sure this is exactly how we started last time too. It is. And we Damn talked it, about really the, like the same exact way. Same. We uh, literally talked about like the microphone being an issue. Like no, it literally, time is a flat circle. Everything stays the same. It's fine. It's, I like it's it. totally totally fine. Guys, how you been? It's it's. So, I'm so happy to have you back on. It's it's been since week six, in which you know you, you you were walking in. We were talking about how it was gonna be a close game, and that you know it didn't really turn out that way. And I kind of just wanted to like catch up and, and see what's been going on.
1: And it's it's been good. It's been good in Buccaneers land. Good as as a as a Bucks fan this year. Ren and I are experiencing something we have never ever experience before in the history of our podcast the many years we have been doing our show by the way and that's the playoffs because usually right now we're talking about the draft like just (laughs) yesterday we were recording we're going man like we'd be done by now and like we'd be halfway through our off-season content by (laughs) January you know and like we're not even we're not even there yet so it's it's been good as a Bucks fan I mean 11 and 5 regardless of how you get there is a pretty damn good year yeah you know i mean i don't know if that's you know another walk in the park for y'all but for us that's a that's a good year no matter how you how you twist that's it a highlight that's, a, that's right and uh you know so i don't we're i mean we're excited we're in the we're in the nfc championship game we're one game away from possibly possibly getting to to play a super bowl in our own home stadium and yep. the the path there i will say this and Rin can have his own opinion which he will anyway but for me if you're gonna go out and you're you're going to be the best team in the league, you have to beat the best teams in the league. Rick last fire, year or last week we put it up on the Saints. People can say whatever they want about them. Saints are a great team. We put it up on them. We're facing you guys. I will say the same thing now that Ren and I've been saying all week. We cannot look at what happened in week six and expect anywhere near of a repeat of that. Like you can't just sit there and go, Oh, we just put hurting on them, so we're gonna go do that again. You can't do that. Um, it's a new game. It's a new week. We're a different team. You guys, I think are probably a different team. And, uh, I, you know, I'm excited for Sunday and to see how this goes. And if I may, before I stop talking just to Packers nation express my deepest condolences, uh, for your most recent loss. And, uh, I know that that's a big deal for you guys. It's what's worse
0: is like Ted Thompson, our former GM just died today. So yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, uh, yeah. that hurt that that was, yeah. uh, that was painful. Yeah. So. exactly
1: what I'm talking about. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> my 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 condolences. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean that. That's a heartfelt. Like yeah, I really mean no, that for you
0: guys. I, I appreciate that.
1: Thank
2: you for uh passing that on to me. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> let me just bring it down a notch
0: for you. Yeah. Run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there was it was getting uh, way too chummy in here anyway. Yeah, yeah. What
2: what was the question again? I'm sorry.
1: Uh H- how have you been? Yeah, how you been?
0: <laughs> oh,
2: okay. <laughs> sorry.
1: I was, I've been good, man.
2: I've been good. I appreciate that. Thanks. No, no, Brent, you know, hit all the hot topics, you know, there's ups and downs and ebbs and flows to the Buccaneers season. Um, You know, if you watch any of our primetime games, I'm sure some Packers nation did, uh, you know, being humiliated by the saints, being humiliated by the chiefs, um, you know, the, the, the third quarter poll of the season, which is those, you know, the third set of four games, bucks at one and three. And, you know, again, Tom Brady's washed again. And, BA and Tom Brady are fighting again, and the offense is too hard, and everyone's dumb, and the defense stinks, and then we go up some lesser opponents, rattle off four in a row, uh, had our bye week, uh, there was some, uh, some changes, minor, that ended up being major, major changes to the Buccaneers offense and defense, which we'll get into, I'm sure, and uh, yeah, here we are. So, you know, Brent alluded to it about being only, um, you know, going 11 and five and you guys are off back-to-back 13 and three seasons. The Buccaneers only won 11 games, four times, 11 or more, four times. Mm -hmm, They've been around 45 years. So this is some rarefied air for us. And, you know, the city's electric. We're on a no cheese diet this week. (laughs) Uh, So uh, that's, that's kind of the mantra going around and yeah, you know, so couldn't be better. There's only four teams left, and we're one of them. And, uh, it, you know, we're savoring every minute of it.
1: Look, I, I'll tell you what, last week after the Buccaneers won their first playoff game in 13, no, 18 years, I'm sorry. I actually went to Disney World the next day. There you go. Cause that's just, that's how I had to celebrate. Now, I didn't go this week. So, you know, our, our, I think the thing around Bucks Nation is whatever we did last week, do it all again this do it week. Again. I did not get to go to Disney World this week. I was really close to it yesterday, but I didn't actually get to go. So it could be on me. It could be all on my shoulder. Yeah, that's literally on you, buddy. Like you have just yeah. admitted to the world. Like if
0: the Bucks lose, like it's not going because of the defense. It's not going because of the offense.
1: No, it's because my wife. That's what it is. It was my wife. Oh, wow, we just threw her right under <laughs> I was, the bus. That was. I was that. begging to go. That like, was- just let me walk in the gates, and I'll be good.
0: Yeah. Let me spend $150 just to walk in and I'll walk right back out. <laughs> yeah. yeah if I mean, it helps
1: like, the bucks win. I'll do it.
0: Listen, you gotta do whatever you gotta do. I Listen, I get it. I truly, truly get it. And and in terms of the Buccaneers and, and we talked about this last time, right. Kind of like expectations for Tom Brady, like coming in and there was like, kind of like that excitement as we got closer to the season, it was like, oh, this could be like really good. And like, you can't ask for more at this point, right? Like considering where you've gotten and and so many people, and, and I'm, I'm not about this conversation where it's just like, oh, but they are only 11-5, they come in at the five, so I'm you know, like none of it matters. Like you, you alluded to week mm-hmm. six, that doesn't matter. Week nine against the Saints, really didn't matter last week for you guys. Like nope. not, nothing matters. The fact that you get to be now those final 14 teams, mm-hmm. anything can happen. And I think the same exact thing could be said for Sunday.
2: Yeah. I think, you know, you asked me that question, like, you know, what are your expectations? What would you consider a successful season? And I said, get to the playoffs win a playoff game. Well, I didn't know that that first playoff game was going to be against a, uh, you know, (laughs) team that was under 500 and won their division. So actually I wanted, okay, well, Yes, you have to win the playoff game, but then the Saints came up and that mm. was the be all end all for us. Like there has been tons of talk and it's because we don't have a lot of winning tradition that this two, like this, you know, 2020 team really parallels the 2002 team because Philadelphia mm. was our. Our big bullies. They were the meanies. They were the Giants, you know, as in Jack like and the Beanstalk. Always beat, knocked us them. out of the playoffs all the time. No matter what we did, home, away, good defensive game, bad defensive game, they turned the ball over. They beat us the backup quarterbacks. Like, that's what the Saints, you know, have been to us. So, with that 2002 team having to, like, that Super Bowl had to go through Philly. And for yeah. this, re, you know, carnation of the Buccaneers, like, they had to go through the Saints. And again, I know we'll talk about it probably in a little bit, but, you know, the team that the Bucs were when they played Green Bay and even when they went through that, you know, lost three out of four in, in that that third stretch I was talking about, they came out to the bye week. Uh, they're doing a lot of things different, offensively and mm-hmm. defensively. And, uh, you know, this is – people talked about the Breeze-Brady matchup, and this is going to be one for the ages – I've been saying Drew Brees' arm was toast for, like, a year and a half. Like, people were calling me stupid. I yeah. didn't know what I'm talking about. And I, and I was just looking for I'm like, no. I'm like, this game, this game. Because you guys are going to lose the Rams. I mean, Christ. I mean, you know, it was like Jared Goff. Okay, blitz him. Oh, what do I do? And <laughs> Game's over. Mm-hmm. So, this is the game that I've been looking forward to, yeah. you know. And it all brings back, because you've been a fan long. And if you remember the old NFC Norris, you know. Brett Favre, Warren Sapp battles, you know, yes, like sir. Green Bay yes, has, sir. you know, before the Bucks finally broke through uh, in 2002, you know, besides Philly, cause we hated them so much, but there was also, it was, it was Favre, it was the yep. Packers and Favre. Mm-hmm. Like we'd hold them the 21 points, but when Favre would go off script, he'd kill us. Yep. And that's when the three touchdowns would come. And so there's a lot of history there. And, you know, I think the, argument or even even you know talking about as stupid like who's better uh rogers or brady that type of thing i don't even want to get into that at all no, it's dumb. um it's dumb. but uh you know these are the two best quarterbacks in the nfl right now like including patrick mahomes like sure. these are the guys and this is gonna be it's gonna be a really really good game it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch
0: yeah i mean in, in terms of just like <laughs> The the hype packages that the NFL like has to make, like they can take the weekend mm-hmm. off because like this yeah. game sells itself so hard. And I have to say the one thing I actually am disappointed is it's not a night game. Like that's the one thing I'm disappointed in just because I wanted it to be colder and night at Lambeau field. But right. You know, I, I think that you bring up a good point about how different the Buccaneers are, you know, since week six and the Green Bay Packers yeah. are in a similar boat. Right. I mean, we have, only, we only lost three games. Um, and yours was the one where like, we just got the crap kicked out of us, you know, go up 10 and then Rodgers makes uncharacteristic mistakes. Yeah, that yeah. He Never makes. I mean, two out of his five interceptions come from that game. Like that, that's crazy.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And one's a pick six, which he's thrown a handful of his entire career. And I got, I and- got to tell you something about Rogers um, living with Jameis Winston. The last bunch of years, we would often get into the debate of elite quarterbacks. Yeah. And look, make no mistake along with all those interceptions, Jameis put up some other incredible numbers. Sure. Absolute incredible numbers. And so we'd always sit there and you'd pull the great quarterbacks of, of history and you'd pull their numbers. And you're like, look, he's right on pace. He's doing, it's the same ratio or he's right in that same range yeah. as Peyton Manning and Brett Favre and, uh, you know, Drew Brees and all. And then you'd look at Aaron Rodgers' number and like, he, he's the curve wrecker. It's like, you gone. know, like he, it, like he, I just had to pull him out of that equation. Yeah. Because he's just this weird anomaly with what he doesn't do with the ball, that everybody else does. It, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It, it really is. Like you said, he's the he's the one kid in the physics, the,
0: like the physics class, that actually studies and does well. And while everyone fails the test, he's like, "Oh, I got a ninety-seven. Sorry, guys. Did you want a curve? Mm-hmm. My bad. Right. That's, that's on me. That's that. That's on me. Right. But." I mean, like, yeah, you guys have changed so much. And like, we definitely have changed as a team, you know, gotten more comfortable with that offense. The offense has been absolutely incredible. The defense, mm-hmm. shockingly enough, has beca- like has finished top 10. Like they finished number nine. They were mm-hmm. really good in that last month in the stretch. So I think, you know, kind of the, the one of the questions I have for you guys is like, what specifically do you see is different? Because, you know, you did go through that rough patch. And of course, everyone came out of the woodwork and was like, ah, Brady sucks now. And, and the whole mm-hmm. nine yards, you're not going to make the playoffs and all that. So what has changed like from the last time that we have met for you guys on both sides of the ball? Sure. Uh,
2: first off, defensively, the bucks have been the best run defense in NFL the past two years. Uh, mm-hmm. The problem with that was that Todd Bowles was allocating too many defensive resources to stop the run. And it was leaving the secondary out to dry. And they're not, they're not, you can say they're done enough experience or maybe not enough talent. They're, sure. you know, they're too young. Like no one in that secondary is on there has a second contract. They're all on rookie contracts. They've all been drafted by the Buccaneers. Uh so you have that.
1: And when he says no one, he literally means no, no one. one. Yeah. yeah Not no, one. Yeah. No
2: one who plays except for Cockerel. And he doesn't really play. But yeah, but yeah. like all the starters, and even when you bring in the nickel, none of those guys, you know, and we play three safeties and none of those guys. So <laughs> so you have that. So what we did coming out of the bye week was, you know what? We're stopping the run and they're getting like two yards of carry. How about we help out to stop the pass a little more and let them get three and a half yards of carry? Mm. And that's basically what's happened. We play a lot of cover two deep with the safeties and play man <laughs> underneath. Um, the soft zone uh, that uh, we didn't play against Aaron Rodgers in week six, uh, but we played against Drew Brees in week nine. Like, that's gone. It's going to be in there a little bit because you can't play press man all the time. But there's a lot more press man coming through. Um, And so, yes, the defense, the the run defense has suffered a bit. But, uh, you know, in today's NFL, like, you have to stop the pass first. You just do. It's just the way that things, it's just things that change. Like, great, they only got 50 yards rushing on us. Who cares? Like, they put up 440 yards and four touchdowns through the air. Like, you know, so... So that's, I think was step one, step two, all those things. If you watch the Kansas city chiefs game uh, and the new Orleans game and you had Tony Romo going, everything's too hard. Where's the pre-snap motion. Where's the play action. Mm -hmm. All that came right after the bye week not running the ball on first down, you know, play action on first down, some pre-snap motion, some, Hey routes, like instead of sending five guys and four of them going deep, like, How about you send two deep and maybe two in the middle and maybe one short. So they've given Brady more options. But the biggest thing what they've done offensively, I shouldn't say um, I shouldn't say besides, but also before I get to that point, the run game has improved a little bit. Leonard Fournette Fournette turned into somebody you don't want on your team at all. And you're pulling your hair out as a Bucs fan. Like, why is he even in there? To like, okay, okay, like I can live with that. That's not yeah. bad. Okay, yeah. I can live. Okay, well, oh, good, good, play for, good play, Leonard. Okay, <laughs> okay, you know, you've gone from getting out, get him out of here to like, you know, would you bring him back next year? Oh, I wouldn't hate it. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't
1: hate it. So basically, I, I, I've done that same thing with my son, coaching him in baseball, like from the beginning of the season to the end. <laughs> like, what are you doing to the end of like, okay, good, good job, kid. All right, that was good. That was, that was, right, was good. I mean, right, like let's, he, let's... him in the playoff games. These past two playoff
0: games, he's been great. I mean, Fournette has yeah. been yeah. playing really, really well. Yeah. So to finish the
2: thought up, thought off uh, is that they realized that we can't win with pressure in Brady's face. You got to keep Tom Brady clean and standing up. So with Bruce Arian's offense where it's like, you know, we're sending five out no matter what, you just got to make the read. It's like, no, like we're going to keep Gronk in, and we're going to help Donovan Smith or we're going to help Tristan works or we're going to help the guard. Um and they've done that, you know, since the bye week. And uh, Tom Brady has had, like, before this past Saints game, Tom Brady had his best five weeks ever, ever oh. as a quarterback, as far as, like, yards, percentage, and touchdowns and interceptions. You know, he only threw one. It wasn't his fault to bounce off a guy and land in the other guy's hands. So, you know, those are some things that the Bucks have changed offensively. I know if you look at the, you know, our game, that none of this matters. But if you look at the games after the green Bay game, uh, like um, the Chicago game, you know, the saints game, even the Rams game, you know, these are things that people were screaming for that have changed. And now has really got the ball rolling and the bucks are averaging something like 33 points a game since the bye week So yeah, that's, what's different.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's exactly what you want to say. I mean, it's a long season, right? And I feel like mm-hmm. you and I talked about this too, in terms of, like, the Buccaneers, like, okay, first, like, six weeks might be meh, right? New offense, new mm-hmm. lots of things. Here they are, right? Like, it took a little while longer, right? Because you had that stretch. But at the same time, like, it didn't matter because you got hot at the right time, and now you're in the NFC Championship game. So I guess yeah. that's fine. It's all that- worked
2: out, yeah. Like, yeah. It's all, like it couldn't work out any better, honestly, from when it's like, mm-hmm. what? Breaking news. The Bucks have signed Tom Brady, you know, and, you know, NFL today and, and everyone giving the bucks, the, you know, the Lombardi trophy and halfway through the year of the league going, ah, see you guys stink. But like, again, here we are. Bucks beating bucks. Yeah. Bucks beating bucks. But, but here we are, you know, week 19, 20, whatever is NFL season. And we're still standing and we're one game away, 60 minutes away from going to the Super Bowl. Like you couldn't, like you said at the beginning, you couldn't ask for anything more. You know, it didn't go perfectly but it's going perfectly right now.
1: Look, I I said this coming out of our bye week The last four teams that that the Buccaneers faced were Minnesota, Atlanta, Detroit, and Atlanta again. Yeah. Admittedly, not the toughest stretch of the schedule anybody's ever seen in 2020. No. You know what I mean? But still, that put us on a four-game win streak heading into the playoffs. I don't care. You can only face who's on your schedule for that week. to face, Right. So I don't care who they are to come into the playoffs on a four game win streak. There is a such it's an intangible thing called momentum that I think helped out the Buccaneers and whatever, whatever it, it helped them shake out all that stuff that Ren had said that they've added in since the bye week. And I don't know why it took the bye week for them to add that in. If it's just time, some of it could just be time. You know, I mean, you think about it right now at this point, Tom Brady has now had a full, complete season with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and the yeah. the rest of the offense to do that, you know, uh, click thing yeah. where they do. So they're kind of in a second season right now. All of that's all of that's working and all of that mojo is heading and they, they got that win uh, against Washington in the first week and it rolled right into New Orleans Saints and To to go in and beat the Saints, especially after what happened with the Saints earlier this year, and honestly, for what's been happening with the Saints over the last bunch of years, like that's huge. That's huge for the team. It's huge for the fans. We hate Saints. Do what?
2: We hate the Saints.
1: We really, really hate the Saints. We hate the
2: Saints. We hate the
1: Saints. Yes, with a passion. Um, but it, it just puts us in this this momentum that the Buccaneers, you know, the Buccaneers are going to be a tough team that a lot of people are like, ah, you guys beat crappy sure. teams to, to get in. Yeah, but they're rolling right now. So it, it it's in. not something that I would just look past either, you know? No, definitely not. I mean, like
0: they're in, you know, that, and that's yeah. the thing, like momentum's a real thing. I mean, the Packers won a Super Bowl essentially off momentum uh, yeah. back in 2010. You know, it, it totally yeah. is. And I think, you know, we, we, we alluded to this last time when we spoke, we talked about like, ah, oh, like what's the future look like? What have you, what have you, what have you. Mm-hmm. You know the way that Tom Brady has played. I mean, even if he wins a Super Bowl, I, I, don't, I mean, like the guy's playing at a ridiculously high level, right? He's yeah. looking like a top five QB, and and I think like why not like run it again? So whether this is the last game, whether you go to the Super Bowl and lose, or whether you go to Super Bowl and win, mm-hmm. I mean, like I have to imagine it's just like hey, like. Let's run it again next year and see what happens because like, this is a team that like, you know, it has that defense. It has the pieces, the offenses together. Why not? We just did a podcast on that yesterday.
2: Like, you know like instead of doing like hey we're going to preview the packers on friday sure. but instead of you know you know making something up fun our wednesday show is just kind of like whatever we want to talk about sure. so sometimes we do like a top 10 list or we'll do this or do that or you know the hall of fame voting with john lynch and ronde barber like we could have done a whole show on that but it was just like it's like we're gonna go 16 and 0 next year like vita fea is <laughs> coming back like oj howard like the you know gronk gronk will come back right like yeah will yeah. come Frank's back right back. Like, Levante David, Chris Godwin, like, you know, uh, Shaq, they're all going to come back. Like, the Saints, like, they can't, they, like, the Saints are done, yeah, done for at least two years. The yep. Panthers stink. The Falcons, Falcons are in complete real rebuild. Like, we got the division. Like, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to go, we're going to go all
1: the way. <laughs> and that's Ren, what we talked about yesterday. We keep telling you, pouring that game down on the mic, it is blasting people's ears.
2: <laughs> is that, is that true?
1: No,
0: it's the okay, eye. It's, okay. it's the eye of Sauron, essentially, in the microphone. It's just like,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it,
0: it's great. I mean, I I'm very aroused, so it's it's all good. The uh, um, you, you talk about that though, and like, you, you know, can I can
1: I ask a yeah. question, please? Um, so it, when I when I look at the weaknesses of the Buccaneers, sure, right? One of the places where I really like i'm not overly confident in is still you know the defensive secondary they've been good they've been up and down they've been whatever my question to you is uh because i i have only peripherally watched the packers throughout the rest of the season i mean aaron Rodgers is crazy at throwing the ball but how like how are the packers as a team with your receivers and and who else like are you guys going deep what where are you guys doing Uh, Typically as an offense thrown over the middle, going short, like, yeah, what's, what's that mix that Rogers,
0: Uh, I mean, it's like, it's, it's a great question because I think what has made this offense so successful this year, you know, again, we, we, it's the second year of Matt LaFleur's offense really gotten it implemented so many pre-snap motions. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw that one play with Devontae getting the touchdown last week on Ramsey who like, you know, he like jogged yeah. in motion, right? Yeah. Like waited for Ramsey to say and sprinted to the other side. And like, that's all scheme, right? Like that's yeah. all scheming Devontae open. And I think, you know, Devontae handled
2: that really well too.
0: Yeah. It was good. He's, he, he's on another planet. And oh, Jalen Ramsey literally instantly
2: blamed tantrum. his teammates started stomping up and down.
0: Yep. <laughs> you didn't get him. Aaron Donald throwing a temper tantrum. It was a beautiful thing. Um, And I think, you know, with the Packers, what I was getting to is that they just have so many weapons and they've come from everywhere. I mean, like we had Uh a dynamic running game against arguably like the best defense that was left in the, in the playoffs, right. In the Mm -hmm. Rams, like, Mm -hmm. because they're a damn good defense. And obviously, you know, Donald was hurt and stuff, but you know, the Aaron Jones running the ball successfully, Jamal Williams picking up the gritty yards, all of that, both of them are good in the passing game. AJ Mm -hmm. Dillon, who I think is back at practice, which is, you know, great in the cold, but it, mm-hmm. it's been also like the Robert Tunyons of the world, you know, like he's yeah. been on a tear this year and just getting tight ends open, which is something that the Packers have not done since Jermichael Finley and utilized actually tight ends, you know, and you have guys like we were, they were asking me last week, you know, who do you think is going to like stand out? And I was like, look at MVS, you know, who's had an up and down season. Like he usually does. And Alan Lazard because Devontae Adams just attracts so much attention that yeah. it allows mm-hmm. those guys to like, you know, go free. And, and I think that, you know, MVS has been like the deep route guy, you know, Lazard, he had a deep one last week. Um, but it's just, this team just picks you apart. And I know that, you know, we, we've kind of gotten away with the, from with the screens a little bit, which I'm not, not like really upset about, but I think, you know, against the, the Buccaneers, I think there's just so many guys to try and cover, including the running backs that it's just yeah. like, somebody's going to get free. And I think that, what we've been really good at, you know, at times is like just dumping it off. And we just have so many guys who can move their feet and play make and they, they just, they rack up yardage. And I think like, that's just what has been so, so successful because defenses just have no idea where the ball is going to, cause it can go to anybody and mm-hmm. yeah, it's worked.
1: So let me ask you this, because that's kind of been our mantra this whole year. Yeah. Who are you going to cover? Or who, yeah. who are you going to let, let be out there? Are you going to let Mike for our team anyway? mike evans you're gonna let chris godwin you're gonna let a b you're gonna let the running back go you're gonna let Gronk yeah. go you're gonna let break go like who who do yeah. you not
0: come i mean look at break right break was in. your number one receiver like right he led the uh receiving yards last week if i'm not mistaken it was something like that um he might have i mean he's sure he definitely did. our
1: number one tight end yeah we, sure. we
2: didn't we didn't even care we were drunk until wednesday <laughs> okay
0: fair enough yeah, so the, that's what I'm saying. Like you uh, have the same strange. exact that issue, right? Else. But you guys have also like defined number ones, number twos, like, you know what I mean? Like Godwin who is arguably can be a number one on another team. You know, you have mm-hmm. Mike Evans who obviously is amazing, you know, and then you have Anthony. They're, K-
1: they're, they're technically considered code number one.
0: There you go, they're codes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, with the Packers, they don't have that. They have the number one in Devonte Adams and then there's kind of everybody else, but everybody else can play. You know what I mean? Like, and and that's what I find very interesting about them because I I would look at the Buccaneers and be like, Oh yeah, they have better receivers than us. Right. Like there's just Mm -hmm. the talent is there. The establishment is there. The experience is there for us. We just have guys who can make those plays and whether they're only gonna get 40 yards a game. I mean, we still wind up putting up 32 points against the Rams and over 480 yards. Like that's, that's how the Green Bay Packers have operated in terms of their identity this year. It's just like, It's not a feast and famine thing. Devontae is going to get looks. Devontae is going to get targets. And I think that the one thing that you're going to see that's different is because in our game last time in week six, that was Devontae's first game back from injury. We targeted him way too much. We forced the ball to him, and it led to two interceptions. So I think, you know, you're going to start to see that, you know, maybe it gets away from him or at least doesn't start with Devontae Adams and allow some of those younger guys to make some plays.
2: It sounds like, you know, what you the when you describe the Packer's offense it sounds like the Buccaneers offense except it does. A, I was thinking that same thing Run. except they're a year ahead yeah you know they're a year yeah. ahead you know with their quarterback and with their offensive scheming and to you know um, and being comfortable with the system and you know knowing with the chemistry of the guys it, 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 but it sounds like the exact same thing. It's like who are you going to cover and you know yes you can run the screen game you can run the ball. Uh, you know, our backs can't catch nearly as good as your backs, but I can catch better than our backs. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, the tight ends are if if you want to if you want to we beat Washington with Cam Brayton, Leonard Fournette. Yes. Like that was our offense. And yeah. because why? Because those are the guys that were going to be open. These, these, you know, we're going to run the ball before Fournette, We're going to throw it to him a little bit and we're going to and we're going to keep Gronk in. And they're going to double the outside guys. And we're going to sneak braid out all over the field. And that's what we're going to do. And that's what they did. And they scored 30 against the best defense. And then they went to new Orleans and scored 30 against the next best defense. Sure. So, I mean, and like you just said, like you just put up 31 against the Rams who were the hottest team. And they were the number one overall defense um, going into that game. So it's, it's, you know, it's that, it's that Spider-Man
1: meme in the alley. Like, Hey, Hey, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so yeah yeah it, it'll be a shootout you know and it, like here's the thing the buccaneers have not won a game when they have scored over 26 points really let me lost, flip that around lost, let's flip lost. that around they have not not won a game when they've scored 26 points yeah they've not lost oh, when they say i was, say, I was like they score more and sorry. they lose sorry no sorry, like, sorry. Crap, we
0: scored 26 <laughs> again
1: damn it <laughs> yeah. no we are not fumble we're not Matt Ryan, where he's like, don't score the touchdown. Yeah, exactly. Crap, you scored the touchdown and now we <laughs> lost, right? Like, we're not that. Uh, no, the, the, if the Buccaneers get 26 points, they win the game. That's the way mm. it has been this whole season. Um, you guys are also a high scoring team as well. Yes. I, I mean, would any of us hate a shootout of a game? Uh, you know, is it a race to 26 or a race to 40 or a race to 30? Th- like, you well, know what? What are it, we
0: getting to? Like, it might be. I mean, like, that's the thing. Our pass rush was really good last week, you know, mm-hmm. and the, you know, the Smith brothers have come along. Kenny Clark is still amazing. Rashawn mm-hmm. Gary, who's our second year guy, our number 12 overall pick. He had, mm-hmm. I think like seven or nine pressures on Jared Goff alone last. Yeah, year. Like yeah, he, right. he,
2: Monster, yeah. he was
0: getting after it. And I think that you, you mentioned this before about making Brady uncomfortable. And obviously you you scheme for that, you know, but I think that we have the ability to, to rush the passer and the secondary you know when we're not playing like super duper soft zone, mm-hmm. it's it's good. Jair Alexander is arguably one of the best cornerbacks in the entirety of the NFL. He's had mm-hmm. an, an All Pro year, and I think that you know you, you, I, I, we match up pretty damn well on that side. The concerns, of course, are like inside linebacker stopping the run, yeah. as it usually is. But I will say that we have improved. You know we're we're not as bad as we were in the beginning of the year, as we have been in previous years. Like the defense has come away, a and I think that. You know, it's, it's, it could definitely wind up being a shootout. And, and what before like, we kind of bounce off, one thing I want to pose to you guys, because this, of course, has been a topic of conversation, has been about Lambeau Field itself, right? It's mm-hmm. supposed to be 25, 30 degrees. It's supposed to be a little snowy. Um, Tom Brady obviously has experience in the cold, blah, 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 blah. I'm curious this. from your perspective, don't, don't do you it. know, you, you go to Chicago and things like that. How mm-hmm. much of a factor do you I think bad. that is coming from Tampa to Green Bay? I don't.
1: Really? I don't. <laughs> He's so shocked. <laughs> okay. No, no. And this is where I'm going to follow Tom Brady, right? I'm going to yeah. take a guy who's played in the snow for a long time. It's not the coldest team that wins. It's the team that plays the best. Mm. And, you know, the team's going to go out and do what they did. Listen, we dealt with this mm. back in 2002. Ren referenced, you know, all that kind of stuff. Of We had to go up to, to the vet uh, up in Philly and play them up there. And oh, the Buccaneers have never won when the temperature is below 40 and the barometric pressure is rising (laughs) up to 38.9. And uh, that's what it's doing right now. So Buccaneers aren't going to win. And we did. Yeah. Look, it's the team that plays the best is the team that's going to win. These guys, these teams have so much money. Those guys will have personal body heating units if that's what they need to go out there and, and be able to play. I mean, you know, it, it's it's the it's the exact reverse of people coming down to Tampa and like oh they just can't play in the heat they can't play in the heat look you're going to be there for 3 hours you're fine yeah you know you've got a jacket you got a parka put it on they got they <laughs> they have they have outdoor heating units yep. we can heat the outside they'll be fine
2: <laughs> yeah when we went live after the Saints game directly after the Saints game there was two things that came out of my mouth almost immediately one was don't look at the Packers week six game and just expect that to happen again. The second one was I'm really going to hate this week because every single freaking person is going to talk about the cold.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: And it's like, like, what do you want? Like, what do you want me to like, what do you want me to say? Has, has any team ever lost a football game because they were cold?
0: I mean, like, cause here's, here's what I will say. I look at the Titans game yeah, sure. and like, that that screwed them like and again you're not the titans not in any way shape or form mm-hmm. like i look at that and like there will be fans and stuff like that like they there i feel like that there's just an extra element whether that's gonna make or break anything nobody knows i mean you guys have a power run game you might decide to just run down our throats the entire time and that's why for me like one of the biggest turning points this year was there was so much anxiety heading into that titans game because it was all derrick henry derrick henry derrick henry oh crap right. We held him to under 90 yards. We held that offense to basically nothing. Tannehill couldn't do anything. And again, you know, not the same experience as Brady, not the same caliber QB as Brady, etc. But I think
2: offensive line.
0: Like I wanted, I gotta be completely honest with you. I wanted to play the Saints. And the reason being is because I was like, throw Breeze in the cold and no. Like, like him, I can see. I'm like, he will be impacted. Like that will not be pretty. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, he's got brittle bones, so
0: So that, but that's what I'm saying. Like Brady, I'm, I'm not worried, you know, he's, he's going to be fine. He's, he's played in new England, his entire career. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was more of just like the rest of that team. And yes, you're hundred percent correct. It's, it's, it's whoever plays the best football smash mouth football yeah. because playing in the cold is not fun. It's not, it's not a good time, but your right. defense is also equipped to do that. You have the speed. Does that speed get slowed down a little bit? I mean, look, playing in the cold, concern?
2: look, playing in the cold is not fun, but, 30 degrees isn't cold when you're running around and mm-hmm. you're, and you're already set. Like I would look, like, I've grew up in Florida, lived my whole life in Florida. I have thin blood. Supposedly. I don't know. <laughs> it snowed down here in high school. You know what we did? We went out and played basketball. And by the end of it, we were down in our boxer shorts, trying to dunk. Why? Because we were, because we were running around. Yeah. You know, it's cold 15 degrees below zero. That's mm-hmm. cold. Seven degrees below zero. Mm-hmm. That's cold. We're like, you know, when you speak, your, your letters have to thaw it on the campfire before you can <laughs> hear that. <laughs> yeah. That's cold. 30 degrees is not cold. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. It's not. And, and I get it. And it's like, you know, and it is a question that has to be asked. But if you really just sit back and think about it, it's, it's a stupid.
0: It's not the Giants-Packers uh, NFC Championship game where you know Tom Coughlin's face is literally like falling off. While yeah,
2: yeah, and it's not. When, yeah. It's not when we brought Steve Young up there and it was like two feet of snow on the ground and the stupid Bucks were white on white and you couldn't see anybody. Remember that game? <laughs> that was in Lambeau. Now that that's a difference. Or like what was yeah. it? Like two years ago, where it was like Buffalo Jets, and like oh, they pumped God. the ball and it just disappeared. in this like yeah. like that. Is something you have, you know, that's like, okay, sure. who can run the ball better? But it's like, it's like, oh, Mike, can I throw you the ball? I don't know. My hands are a little cold this
0: play Tom. <laughs> I'm going to take this
1: one off. I'm actually just going to hand it off. That's cool. Right. That's cool. <laughs> right. Look, and, and I'll tell you, look, I'll tell you the other thing. And this, this is pure projection, right? right. This is me seeing something and interpreting on. I fully recognize that. But after the Washington game, uh, the team had Mike uh, had, had Tom Brady mic'd up for that game. And it was the first time I've gotten to see Tom Brady mic'd up at least in Tampa. And I'm listening to how he's talking to all the other players and stuff around the team. Look, if anybody's showing any, like, Oh, Tom, I don't know if we can play in the cold or if he's having any of that, like Tom's Tom's going to tell them. And it's going to be one sentence. I'm not saying he's going to have to massage their egos or anything like that. He's like, look, guys, it's fine. He'll probably say to them the exact same thing he said to the media, which is it's not the team, it's not the team that's the coldest, it's the team that plays the best. Let's go out and play the best. Mm-hmm. And he's he's gonna be able to say that. People look, Tom Brady is Tom Brady, and this team knows who Tom Brady is and they respect who he is. Sure. And some of the you know, the the shine has worn off a little bit, but it's still Tom. So when Tom speaks, people listen. And when they go, he goes, Look, it's not it, you know, playing in the cold sucks, but we're just gonna go out and do it and we're gonna be better. They'll rise to that occasion. You know, Tom really is leading. Uh, Tommy, Tommy's leading the team. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy. Ren does yeah, it way better than me. Brady's not free of the cold. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I I think um, looking into this game, I'm curious of just like you know how you see this playing out because there's games already. I thought that were going to be a shootout in these playoffs, and they were yeah, not. Yeah. Like I thought the Ravens and Bills was going to be a high scoring game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Nope, was, it was not. Um, I'm curious, considering our teams, what do you see? You don't have to give me, like, exact, you know, game predictions if you don't want, like, you know, score predictions. I don't really do that. It doesn't really matter. If you want to, you can. But, like, the idea of, like, how do you see this game playing out? Do you see it as a shootout? Do you see it as, like, a tight, it's going to come down to last possession? Do you see it as, like, a power run game? What do you got?
2: Well, you know, speaking of games that are going to be shootout, like, you take last the Bucks game last week you take all of like the history with New Orleans and the Buccaneers and you can say well it can go like this and it can go like that and yeah. it can be this and it can be that but I guess the safest way to go is like whoever has the ball last wins like that's kind of the safest thing and you can say that about this game but looking at it there you know it was also what I said about the Saints game it's like whoever wins in the trenches is, is going to win this game like I don't think no I don't think either quarterbacks going to turn the ball over if there's a turnover, it's going to be by a wide receiver or running back. Like, mm-hmm. no one's going to throw an interception. Okay, so now we're looking at the pass rush. Um, the Bucks, you know, have, since the bye week, like, Brady has been untouched. Uh, and that's going up against the Saints. And that's going against the Washington football team, which you heard all week. Like, oh, these guys, like, yeah. oh, all first, five first-rounders, watch this. They didn't even breathe on Brady. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, some of that was scheme. Some of it was about, you know, the Bucks' offensive line stepping up. So you really got to look at what, you know, kind of what you've alluded to a little bit is about the Buccaneers running the ball. And is, is that going to be the key factor? I'd like to say it is, but again, when you have Aaron Rodgers or a Pat Mahomes or a Tom Brady, it doesn't matter because they don't have to run the ball over down by two scores, eight minutes left. Don't worry. You know, four minutes later, we'll have 14 points on the board because we can do that. Mm -hmm. So, what does it come down to? So to me, I think that the I think that the blitz package that Todd Bowles puts together is going to be really test the Green Bay Packers offensive line. You guys got Jenkins, um, and then you've got some guys that have been flip flopped and moved around, you know, even from the Bucks game. Because um, Bakhtiari went out that game. Now he's out for the year. Yeah. Uh so and you guys have played and the offensive line is held up great also. Yeah. And then you got Rogers, who m- might be the only quarterback in the history of the universe that has better pocket presence than Tom Brady moving around back there. He'll extend the play, extend the play, extend the play. Then he can throw off his back foot and throw it 40 yards in a keyhole. Thanks, Aaron. Great, you know, like it's it's yeah. it's, it's so frustrating <laughs> to play against.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So for me, it's press man. Bring the blitz, don't worry about the run make the tackle and force Rodgers to get off his first read. And I I don't think the Packers defense is good enough to, to stop the bucks. They have to stop themselves, but I also think that the Packers offense is good enough to only stop themselves as well. So sure. I would like to say a shootout, you know, again, it kind of falls back to that, but as a bucks fan and for it to work for the bucks, I think that the bucks are going to have are going to end up winning if they win that it's going to be, a, it's going to be like a two score game. Like it's going to be like 11, 12 points, um, where they get out to a lead and kind of hold it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's been the Packers. Like that's literally been the story of the Packers mm-hmm. and they usually, they usually hold it unless it's against like the Colts, right? Like they, they, they've done that. And which like, even in last week they let the Rams like crawl on back. And then we like, we finished them off and then that, that was it. Right. I mean, that's, that's been kind of like the tale of this season. And when you start going up against like these really quality opponents, you know, you, you can't let them back, right? Like you Mm -mm. can't let them crawl on back. Like it's literally Mm -hmm. as Matt LaFleur would say, it's like all gas, no effing break. Like that's, that's what it is. It's just like, you got to keep it going because if you slow down against these teams is you can't,
2: you can't can't turtle at all. Yeah. You can't because they're going to get the ball
1: and in two plays, they can go 80
2: yards. Yep.
1: Yeah. I, I have often said, over the course of years that when you get down to the end of the game, if you've got a minute left on the clock, do you trust your quarterback to be able to take the team marched down the field and score that final touchdown? That's going to put you up by one point or two Mm -hmm. points or whatever it is. Aaron Rodgers is a guy that I'm always thinking of Mm -hmm. when I say, when I make that statement, because he's the guy I've seen do it the absolute most. Sure. You, you give him the ball and it, it just, the game's not over 45 seconds on the clock. No problem. Yep. And he walks out there cool as a pickle, like, yep, no problem. We got this. And he goes down and does it. And you're like, oh my God. Yep. So y- you can't, you can't, you can't give them the ball back for any reason. If you're the Buccaneers, you just, you can't do that. So I think that's a big, uh, that's going to be a big piece for this game. Ren, Ren hit it on the head though. Every time we've predicted how a game is going to go, it tends to go the opposite way.
0: Yeah.
1: Like forget the score. Just however you think the yeah. game is <laughs> going to go, it, it, that's that's the opposite of, of what winds up happening. Now, I think that um I we talked about the shootout earlier and I think that's the way it's going to be. I don't I don't necessarily see either of these two two, two teams punting a whole lot. No. No.
2: no. You know they don't mean? have to they don't have to dress.
1: jk
0: scott could just be like cool guys i'm just gonna i'm just gonna hang out (laughs) right right
1: so that's i don't see them punting a whole lot so it really could be one of those just back and forth like who gets touchdowns versus who gets field goals Mm.
2: yep you know what i mean red zone offense
1: yeah it it really it really could be could be that now that being said if history says anything that means that this will probably be a really low scoring game uh we're talking 10 to 9 yeah and uh and the weather
2: will be a huge factor
1: yeah, yeah, right, right. It'll People be the weather. Slipping absolutely. and sliding. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Actually, here's what it's gonna here here it is. And whoever wins the coin toss, if they defer, they're gonna win. I like that. That's it. I like that. So whoever wins the coin toss, if they take the ball, they lose. If they defer, they're gonna win. Hey,
1: so here's right how this half. is gonna work. Hey, but hey, can I tell you how that's gonna work either way? If the Buccaneers win the coin toss, they will take the ball first, first out. If the Packers win the coin toss, they'll defer. So it's it's going to be the Pack. I, I guarantee you it'll be the Bucs getting the ball first in the first half and the Packers getting it coming out of the second half, regardless of who wins the coin toss.
2: Hmm. I don't think that's true. Red you don't like, think that's you, true? You, Red seriously though.
1: No no, seriously. Like I, I'm I'm sorry Packers fans, excuse me. Let us have a moment. Hmm. Red, Sidebar. have you not watched over yeah. <laughs> Have you not watched over the last bunch of weeks when the Buccaneers have won the game and Bruce Arians took the ball first out.
2: You mean won the coin toss? Yeah. Uh he's been about
1: 50-50. But these last several weeks, like say since the bye.
2: He's been 50
1: mm-hmm. mm Mhm. They didn't win they <laughs> okay i don't think so
0: okay you guys just let me know i, I got my earmuffs on one
2: okay. thing that is infuriating to me tom you're allowed back in on your own oh, I'm okay. I'm okay.
0: All right.
2: <laughs> one thing has always been that has been infuriating to me is like there's only one way to steal a possession in the nfl and that is to defer and get a two for one at the end of the half yes. that's the only yeah. way to do it without getting yeah. a turnover like they still have the ball a safety maybe you can make that argument but that happens sure, sure. like like once every three years for your team <laughs> yeah so but every time you win the toss you defer because you get that you possibly get that yep. extra possession and ba won't do it all the time you know, i i, I want to mile we wanted to attack you're not going to score the, first. You're go gonna, first you're not going to you're yeah. not going to win seven nothing you're not going to win three nothing you never had you cannot win the game in the first quarter you know what you can do you can decrease your chances of winning the game later by not deferring Like, it's a free possession. They're handing it to you for winning a freaking flip of the coin, and you go, I want to get my offense out there and show. Um, It's like nuke Lelouch. I want to announce my presence with authority. Take deferred the ball. The end.
1: Can you tell how Ren feels about it every time Bruce Arians? And that's what I'm saying. Bruce Arians does not always take the ball. That's
0: so, yeah, I, I mean, I'll be not. honest. It's literally for that. Like I, that's I pray that the Packers defer every single game because it's, we do. Yeah, There's 45 you're right. Seconds I'm not. Left. I'm not
1: saying you're wrong. I'm yeah. not saying Ren's wrong. I'm observing what I've seen them no, do no, when they've won yeah. the coin toss. They've been taking the ball lately. If the Buccaneers get the ball first in the second half, it's because they lost. It's because they lost and the other team took the ball first, which I don't sure, understand sure, that either. You. You know, but it's it, it they've been deferring the buccaneers have been getting the ball they've they've put their offense out there first and wanted to get them going. sometimes it's worked, sometimes it hasn't, but you're absolutely right ren i've never I've never disagreed with you on the reasoning why <laughs> i understand yeah, mend the bridges,
0: mend the bridges <laughs> I love it guys uh it's been an absolute pleasure having you once again it's did, it's, did, did it, my rant get us kicked off was that me no
1: no 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 it's fine no you see tom actually sticks to a time red <laughs> oh shit you, you I, mean don't. A, like start, thing, I don't you mean that's the thing i don't start time <laughs>
0: oh oh baby 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 <laughs> well this it's, guy was... it's,
2: it's brady and, and arian's having a fight here
0: yeah, a, <laughs> listen i think that you know this is the best way to end you know, the the NFC conference, you got you got Breeze, you got Breeze gone. <laughs> He's yes,
1: gone. Breeze is gone.
0: He's gone. He's gone. Get the <laughs> F out of here, son. You got you got Brady, you got Rogers, you got Lambo, you got beautiful things. I think it's gonna be a fantastic game. And I'm I'm yes. honestly just really excited to see a damn good football game. And this is historic football in the making. I'm I'm so pumped. And listen, guys, all I want is Aaron to just get one more ring. You guys can go 16 and 0 next year. You could go like that's fine. I'm totally fine with it. Just just I just want this one. So like does Aaron he, retire if he gets the one? No, he doesn't. Is he anywhere close to retiring? No. That man is not I mean the way that he has played this season, no. Yeah, <laughs> there's not. Yeah. There's not a chance. Like he said he wants to play into his 40s. And, and honestly, well, there you
2: go. So you can wait till Brady retires. We win the next two possible three. And then you can have the one yeah, after this is, that.
0: This is just selfish. You've already
1: oh, just selfish. How many do you have as an organization? How, How many Brady's wins?
0: Got six. Brady is has, and, and they have it. so it's, many. They're a giving buck. fan
1: podcasters a, a, a trophy. There's one right behind them. He's got he's gets yeah, true. <laughs> we, we have No,
0: yeah, it's, it's it's a totally different ball game. And listen, we're going to lose a lot of like this. The last time that a bunch of these guys are going to be on the team. You know, we're never gonna have Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams in the same backfield again. You know, Kevin King's probably not gonna be on the team. All Pro Corey Lindsley's not gonna be on the team. This is it. This is it. You got another year of, of, of Brady. Just, just let it rock. Just, you got, an, you got another ten years of Rogers. Yeah, but you know, well, Jordan Love hey. is like Jordan Love's hanging out with the clipboard. He's like, "Can I go in now?" No, damn it! And he just like goes <laughs> back into the corner again.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well. You know, you know, there there is a big thing down here in Tampa, uh, Tom, and this will make all your fans happy. That uh, they feel like Aaron Rodgers is the next quarterback. No, so I, you know, Buc- I, I knew where it was going. I knew yeah. where it was going, and a lot and of people talking it. about it. No, nope. it's yep. where people come to retire. No, nope. yeah.
2: When when Jordan Love pushes out uh, Brady, you know, leaves him behind as Inuit Eskimos, like doesn't make the doesn't make the trek. Uh, you know, the camp is going to come scoop him up.
0: No, <laughs> but, <that's the> thing. <laughs> but like I also have like full blinders on. I'm just like nope. Aaron Rodgers, my quarterback, and until he's not my quarterback, he's gonna still be my quarterback. So that's it. We're gonna, How do you guys we're... feel
2: about love anyway?
0: Uh, he... <laughs> 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 I have no problem with the fact that they picked him. Am I surprised that they traded up for him? Absolutely. However, this is the narrative that I am okay with. One, I don't want to see a single snap of Jordan Love this season. I, I didn't want to see a single one. I literally, you sit there with a clipboard, buddy, and you just absorb as much as you can. Two, if Jordan Love fails in the NFL, it's all on him because he is literally sitting behind one of the greatest quarterbacks to play the game, and you like you just that wealth of knowledge that he's going to get. I mean, you you can't ask for any better. So I mean, Jordan Love might be the next franchise QB. I don't know when that looks like. I don't know if he's going to get the Jimmy Garoppolo treatment and get traded away. I have no idea what's going to happen, but. For Jordan Love right now, like that's the number one pick. No, he didn't help us win any games, but he also didn't lose us any games either. So,
2: true. Neither did I, by the way.
0: That's it. There you go. And there you go. <laughs> and maybe you will be the next franchise quarterback. <laughs> say, that's
1: why Packers fans love you, Ren. They, they're, that's right. They never carry, lost him a they, game. Yeah. Never they lost him a game. You guys, on it. not a single interception. <laughs> Jerseys with your
0: name on the back, Ren. That, that's it, baby. That's it. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. Uh, Please tell the people once again where they can find everything that you do.
2: Oh, sorry. That's always me first. Sorry. (laughs) Not used to that cue. Best place to find me is on Twitter, uh, at Rendax, R-E-N underscore D-A-X-T. I'm always down to talk Buccaneers football. But if you think your tweet's too hot to put that on Twitterverse, you can always slide my DMs, and I'll talk Buccaneers football with you there as well, too.
1: And, uh, I'm at Brent Allen live across all the social medias personally. And if you guys want to check out the show along with a lot of your other fellow Packers fans who have been jumping into our show recently, uh, join us at the pewter cast on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, but most specifically on YouTube, youtube.com slash the pewter uh, subscribe. We will be going live as the clocks hit triple zero. We go live right after the game. And we always say, listen, um, everybody's welcome in into our room. We are a Buccaneer centric show, but everyone's welcome. Our only rule is just don't be a jerk. And like, we had a Packers fan on our show last week that called in and, uh, and, and there's always at least one in the chat room who's around talking. So we always have a great time with with you guys. And uh, you know, we, we go live from time to time throughout the rest of the week as well, too. So you guys make sure you come over and join us. The pewter cast on whatever social media, but also on YouTube, you guys can hit us up there. There you go. Gents.
0: Pleasure, yeah, um, always. I look forward to you going back to Tampa and cleaning out the locker rooms for Aaron Rodgers. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you you dust, and
1: uh, we'll see you on Sunday. We will. We will enjoy going back to Tampa so that Aaron Rodgers can clean out his locker.
2: I sure I don't I I'm, I, I, I don't understand Brent. either of those two statements either of those two statements I'm like it's like I don't get it like I don't, who's why is Tampa cleaning out Aaron Rodgers locker like I, yeah, I, I, that's just they're just
0: being nice for him they're, yeah. they're actually taking his stuff to Tampa because they're like buddy I got you we'll be here in a couple of weeks so yeah. you know what Brent I 100% agree with you, you guys are just you're you're chauffeuring all of it you're like let me you know what no let me get you let me get your cleats I got you yeah, and, oh, and sit God. behind Tom Brady with the clipboard and keep your mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can always find me at Tom Grassy Comedy and all the things and not Tom Grassy on the YouTubes. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy, And as always, Go Pack Go.